Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. The Square Ball Podcast. Hello. Welcome to the show. Uh, it's brought to you in association with Levi Solicitors. LeviSolicitors.co.uk forward slash the square ball. Michael, do some bits on that. Professional negligence. Hey, yeah, hey. Do that one. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Will's probate conveyancing. Uh-huh. All the good stuff. And come on, pick it up. Pick it up for Levi's. Litigation. Uh-huh. Uh, Wednesday nights in Stoke. Wet Wednesday, cold nights in Stoke. They don't do that. And nor do we. Oh, well. Uh, a bit of an off night then, wasn't it really, that one? Uh, shall we go in hard on Bamford now? Or shall we uh, go back to the start and talk about the um the changes that possibly were some way to do or some in some way contribute to our undoing tonight. You probably got to start on the penalty. I was you? gonna say that is the elephant in the room because D- don't wish any ill upon Patrick Bamford's dog, please. I'm looking well, at you, Michael. You can think it. <laughs> no, don't. Don't even think it. Yeah, obviously don't tweet him. But fucking hell, why is he taking that? I'm really fascinated by Bamford in that he seems quite a fragile man in terms of his confidence in front of goal and things mm-hmm. like that. And, you know, he does get abuse, which sometimes goes uh, out of order. But then at the same time, he really likes to back himself, doesn't he? Mm. When no one else really wants to see him back himself. I was <laughs> I was taken back to the, uh, obviously the Newcastle game last season when he missed the penalty and just when the stadium saw him holding the ball, just looking around and everyone had the head in the hands. And then it was mm-hmm. similar tonight where you think, Oh, great, a penalty. And then immediately think, oh, no. I'll tell you what it reminded me of. It reminded me of the Arsenal game mm. when he stood there. Oh, the QPR game, the Millwall game. Yeah, he's missed a lot. Mm. Half. Yeah. Half he's missed. Daniel is just... Uh, I'll put Daniel's comment on the screen on the YouTube um, YouTube comments. We're live on YouTube for our TSB Plus members, those hardy souls who are joining us in the in the wake of that. Um, Farker's r- uh, first real failure, in my opinion, says Daniel. Hard to disagree with that. It wasn't... Wasn't I mean, great, if, was it? They, they can't all be we can't, can't all be good unless you're Leicester, obviously. But if we score that penalty, yeah. we we probably win that game, right? And then you go, okay, we made a lot of changes, but busy schedule and all that. You've rested people. It's a results business, Michael. You've still managed to get a result, but, but we should have got the result, really, shouldn't we? We had given uh, typically a penalty is about an eighty percent chance of a goal. I think seventy six is and the how many uh, minutes? Not point seven six. So it's three quarters. And there were what ten, like ten minutes left or something at that point. I yeah. can't remember exactly. Um, I mean, the fact we've managed to lose a game that was nil-nil at half-time and we've managed to lose a game they were they had no shots on target in the second half right. still scored a goal, which is going some. We're good at that. 
last season we lost 2-0 at Leicester didn't we and they had one shot on target so if anyone can do it Leeds can 75 minutes the penalty I just checked actually well let's look at the alternative viewpoint I've just put the comment on the screen uh, which is from is that all or oi one of the two uh, bad team selection non to awful Grover passenger Anthony Poor yeah the whole game is blamed on Bamford's one kick of a ball to be honest though these are the moments that count though aren't they mm. if you don't take your chances when they're presented then ultimately you can lose because it's hard to disagree with the argument that if that goes in the chances are they don't score a couple of minutes later mm. and I did or maybe I, they do but you know I did I did make it say in my notes actually I think for half time I was saying I would have taken off um, I would have taken off Anthony and um, Nonto because they, they weren't doing anything I agree but, no there was there was a few like that as well wasn't there Gray had another difficult night mm. it seems Gruev looked like a player who was making his first start but at the same time we had I mean it wasn't just a penalty was it like Pirro had a chance Rutter had a few chances mm. but it, like you say it is the the penalty that sort of the game turns on that doesn't it because as much as we are saying oh Anthony could have been better Nonso could have been better he still should have won yeah mm. yeah I mean the thing is Stoke were probably I think on balance the better team mm. I'd say it was pretty even I felt like there was not a lot in the game. Just looking at the XG at full time, they had 0.69, we had 1.72. Obviously, mm. the penalty is in that. but Yeah, it, it was very even, I thought. They had, what were their best chances? I mean, there were, there were a couple early on, weren't there, where Gray was sleeping at the far post with crosses coming in and he, he was not quite alert to stuff. Um, the header wasn't there when their yeah. right back took out the cross from the yeah. byline, and, but they just headed it straight at Melier. Yeah, I, I don't feel we had we had as good chances as them because there was the Ruta, there was the Piro shot that was behind for a corner. Then from the corner, Ruta had a free header from from that and should probably have done better. Yeah, so I don't know. I feel like a draw would have probably been about fair. But mm. I mean, they haven't they didn't have any shots on target second half. I know, but they they seem to have a, a better measure of us than most teams I think have done in recent times. Is I guess what I'm getting at, and mm. they they caused us more problems even if they still didn't have that many clear cut chances. They still had chances and we are used to restricting teams to none mm. I feel like Alex Neal's teams sometimes do this to us in the championship he's a weird manager because whenever I look at the club he's managing they seem to be low down the championship but I feel like whenever we play against his teams they seem to cause us some problems it, it was the same with Preston where it, they used to kind of press us quite aggressively and it would just take us 20 minutes to kind of wear them down almost in mm. either half and it was a bit like that today like the first half they started better but without really creating nothing amazing and then we kind of got into it a little bit and then maybe a save in the second half as well but again that's where you need to t- score the penalty and Kev's just saying um, four of our front five were awful was was it a um, a front four or five problem there or was it midfield behind them because like, Gruever's pretty anonymous but can you expect that much from him in his first start it takes time to get up to speed with anything I thought the whole thing just didn't work very well I thought Gray was sleeping a fair bit and out of position and just being a bit picked on on the right hand side then into midfield, I think, yeah, I didn't think Groove quite knew where he was meant to be and where other people were. I don't know, he just he felt like he was always a yard behind stuff, did Groove, whereas it felt like when Kamara came in, he just looked like he'd been playing for us for ages and it just it just worked quite easily and effortlessly. So and then into the changes further up, I think he would look at the starting lineup today and say James and Somerville are the first choice, wouldn't you? Yeah. There's there's no argument really for Anthony or Nonto to start. I mean, again, Nonto's just that. coming back from injury, isn't he? But he yeah. didn't look on it tonight. No, at he all. didn't. He, and he moaned a lot. Uh, Dave's making a good point. They caused us problems because we couldn't control the ball and we forgot to how to pass to one another. That was true. It was like Jaden Anthony. It's funny. I, I spoke to um, Craig, who's on one of the Bournemouth podcasts, um, Cherry Still I Die, 
before this and we were chatting about obviously there's a lot of crossover between Leeds and Bournemouth this year you know Iriola Adam Sinistera and all that um, Max Ahrens and Jaden Anthony and I was praising Jaden Anthony saying he looked every bit Premier League quality and tonight was the night when it just wouldn't stick it just seemed to bounce off him at every opportunity It was a problem we seem to have is that whenever one of our players would sort of break the mould and do something good whoever then got the ball afterwards just did something bad again mm-hmm. and it never really settled into like a good pattern or shape I thought Rutter was good again like you almost take it for granted, but some of his touches and turns, he yeah. does kind of the same move every time to just turn the defender. And then his vision of pass is brilliant. Like he creates so many chances. Um, and it was, yeah, it was him playing the ball into uh, Piro in the first half, wasn't it? The yeah. weight on his passes is always so nice. It's just exactly as you'd want to receive it. It's just, just in the Goldilocks zone. <laughs> yeah, but, around, but it's the flappy limbs, isn't it, that kind of confuse you a little bit yeah. at the same time. Um, Rich is making a good point here. The penalty came about because Bamford got into a place that Pirro wasn't. To say the subs were rubbish is a nonsense. Mm. I mean, that's, that's the point. Like we, I did think the subs were, were rubbish. We did make a, um, it did make a difference, didn't it? Like we, um, we got in behind them a lot more. That was the point. I tried to reverse jinx it, so I went on the hunt for paracetamol at about mm. seventy minutes when we made the changes. And just as I walked back in, we'd been given the penalty. Mm. I don't think the subs were rubbish. To be clear on that, mm. I think I think um, some of well, some of them created things straight away didn't he came on and well his first or second touch he had he had a shot that went wide he had that one where he probably took a touch too many where Bamford actually played a nice little return pass to him and he was maybe there to be hit first time he tried to take a touch and but I thought they, they between them that three created a lot more than the, the others mm-hmm. yeah no, no absolutely um, yeah we don't win in away kits do we no that was the point yeah it, it didn't feel there from the offer did it but then I don't know. To get out of this league, you do have. You just need to occasionally turn up and win games that you're not great in. Yeah, and the other side of it is sometimes this just happens, doesn't it, in this division? And I don't know. It's it's difficult to kind of to stomach that with Leicester running away with it and Ipswich seemingly keeping up nearly as much momentum, but not quite. But we're not far off, and just the occasional off night will happen. And it's not like we we, we absolutely stunk the place out either. It just mm. was just not quite happening. Yeah, the note I made at full time was hopefully we've just got the game where Bamford misses a penalty out of our system this season because it does it happens doesn't it mm. we're surely, kind of used to it now and I don't think he's going to have another one is he Bamford it'd take absolute again yeah balls what? of steel you'd admire his nerve but, that's, did, but that is in the character of the man isn't it like he, yeah. he I don't know if it's like cast iron belief in himself or what even though the evidence kind of seems to point the other <laughs> way it's, which is strange isn't it but that is what strikers do they just get up and go again don't they even if they keep missing but mm. just don't snatch it off Crescenzo next time he does seem to have like a love-hate relationship with just the status of being Leeds United centre forward like in his first season when he first joined he kept talking about like I want to be Leeds United's number nine I want to be the lead in the line for a big club and all this and you think well yeah this is what happens Bamford <laughs> like you got to take the shit if you don't mm. if it doesn't come off kind of thing yeah because yeah, you, you've just simply got to score under those circumstances, haven't you? When it's been well, such got, a tight game, you've got to score most penalties. Yeah, seventy-six percent of them. I don't think that's too much to ask. No, and his, his hit rate is lower than that, isn't it? Mm. 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 it? They feel like they've been like I think particularly coming off the back of his last miss, which was the Newcastle one, which in some ways feels like it kind of relegated us. Yeah, I mean, it was. <laughs> I know there's a long way. There's a long way. That's. I'm not Are we going down? I'm not, I'm not suggesting. Are we going down? I'm not suggesting he did relegate us. A whole season of absolute shit relegated us. But when he missed that, you kind of made, you kind of went, oh okay. Mm. I know uh, where this goes from here. 
Life is full of awesome what ifs and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out of pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit betterhelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp H-E-L-P. Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at burrow.com slash ACAST. That's burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. Zach's just suggesting it wasn't just one of those. It was completely avoidable by not dropping our best wingers and or Bamford not taking the penalty. Yeah, but the point is you've got to use what's at your disposal and you've at some point you've got to rotate with this number of games. And he chose to rotate. He rolled the dice in that respect. If, like I said, if we'd come out of that with a 1-0, you would have said, all right, then it wasn't a vintage performance, but we did what we needed to do to get the result in the end. It was a bit of a grind. And you praise the rotation as well. When yeah, you say, oh, well, it's, we because that now gives us a fit squad for Saturday, exactly. doesn't it? Yeah, yeah. So it when, nearly when it, works. Yeah. I was, I was going to say I didn't mind the rotation because we need to find out if like Gruev's any good mm. or not and um, you know might not have worked out the way he wanted it but it kind of helps Farker learn what his best team is I mean the the grey thing at right back I do sort of think just play right back there that might help mm. especially when it's been weird that you know he made such a big deal about how much he played for the England under 19s and then he's just started him twice and played 90 <laughs> minutes twice it's like maybe just give the kid a rest or play him in midfield maybe I think it's important to keep calm heads, which seem to be in absence in football a lot these days, don't they? Like we're, we're, we're still top three or four. I haven't quite looked at the table, but... I think we're still third, aren't we? Yeah, is, I think we're, we're third, yeah. But it's... Because I think Southampton equalised it's on a weird. It's a weirdly shaped league table, though, isn't it? Because there's basically two that are way clear. Yeah, and then, third. But then I think what's the... There's the, where there's a massive bunch in the middle, isn't there now? Where Yeah, I mean, we are within three points of sort of 10th, 11th. Yeah, um, so it's all... But then you know it's all fairly compacted there. But then you look ahead to the weekend against the poor Huddersfield side, and all things being equal, we should get something out of that. Um, we don't necessarily need to panic about what's coming up. We know we're better than the vast, vast majority of this division. Mm. Had we been on form tonight, had we played our strongest side, you know, been on our game, I think we would have won that. Yeah. Like we could win every game. So I think it's important not to panic, just to keep heads and accept that sometimes it's out of our control, and this this just sometimes happens, doesn't it? It's football. Yeah, if we can win on the weekend, we're kind of keeping up the. I don't know. I'm seeing breaking this down in little three-game bursts, but it just feels like we're keeping up. But we can keep up the two points per game thing, which it feels like we've been doing for a while now. Just, just keeping it all ticking over. And two, if you can get two points per game on average, you're having a good season. Yeah. In well, if we get if, two, if we get two points per game, that puts us on 92, and anyone finishing ahead of us will deserve to go up. And we saw what happened to Sheffield Wednesday last year in League One, so it can happen. Yeah. Um, but we, I think we just we got to run our own race in this one and not get too caught up on what's happening just ahead of us mm. and hope that we can, like I say, keep that points average just ticking over. Yeah. I mean, the other thing of, of tonight, of the, some of the changes, like Nonto's coming back from injury and he wasn't any good. Gruev, his first start for us, I didn't think it 
I thought he maybe he was better in the second half. I thought, but first half I thought he looked a bit lost. But as Rob said, you've got to you've got to play these people at some point and get them back into some sort of fitness and get them settled in a team. And it's a very very long season. So if you know if playing Grove now means he's better in two weeks' time when we when Kamara gets injured, for example, and, yeah. he, and he needs to play, then you'd say it's maybe worthwhile doing. But bah. yeah, no, it always hurts to lose. It, it it came, we came to close lose. to winning tonight, didn't we? That's yeah. the that's the thing. That's why it we, hurts, sh- yeah. we should mention as well just how rotten their goal was. Stroud mm-hmm. didn't deserve that. I thought him and Rodon were good again today. It, it was a goal befitting of the occasion. Yeah, especially <laughs> after the penalty miss. It was like none of us really batted an eyelid, did we? It was like, well, yeah, of course. We know this was going to happen. Of course it went off the crossbar and off his head and his shoulder yeah. at the same time. Stupid. Oh, dear me. And it, we can't really draw any conclusions from this. Otherwise, uh, uh, can we, other than it's just been a bit of a shit night? Didn't enjoy it much. I think your point about just taking these like weeks as a three-game week—it's like the kindest way of processing the championship. You just can't—you can't look at the big forty-six game picture. It's too early and it's too much. Just go week by week. I think, and mm. hopefully, win at the weekend and we're doing it all right, aren't we? I mean, Jermaine Beckford was doing studio duties for Sky tonight, and he was saying that basically, wasn't he? That the players, when he's been at Thorpe Archer recently, hanging around with Becchio, that. Uh, it is a case of just taking it a game at a time. They're not looking any further than the next game. And you could see how, how frustrated Strauch was when he was walking off in the post-match when the disco wasn't going on. Mm. Did you enjoy that? I missed the The, the, the light disco. show beforehand. Disco. Not for anybody with bloody photosensitive epilepsy or anything similar. Mm. I know they did warn people against that, but um, I do know I do know from, I think it was when we, when we were over in the old office just the other side of Ellen Road that I think they were testing the new lights when they were put in and mm. I saw that our lights do that. I know we don't obviously have the, the multicoloured ones, we've just got the lights, but ours can do a disco type show and they just know better than to do it. Uh, <laughs> Ellen Rose, like, no, nah, we're not. We're the atmosphere seemed awful tonight, didn't it? I will say that. Yeah. Because Stoke used to be quite a... Stoke on a cold Wednesday night was kind of the the epitome of an intimidating place to go and it just seemed really empty and quiet. You could only hear Leeds but fans. With the lack of physicality now in the Championship, like it used to be a bit of a blood and thunder league, didn't it? And it's not now. You just can't, you can't touch players anymore. Football, it was so really, it, it, it's made everything a lot flatter. I think it was a really weird game for that because you had like the um, there was a penalty shout in the first half, wasn't there, where their play just completely mm-hmm. dived and Nonto had a couple, and the referee was a bit picky giving soft free kicks. But then at the same time, there was Byram absolutely stormed through someone in a 50 50 challenge, which was a brilliant tackle. And the referee's like, Yeah, yeah, play on. But then mm-hmm. someone gets a tap on the head, and it's like, No, 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 you can't do that. Some it's of like them two with, different games, some of them with that very harsh booking at the end, I thought. <laughs> it was a good, good solid yellow wasn't it it was a well although yellow. their player did get put for just grabbing Nonto by the head didn't he by the top <laughs> he of the head was, there was a point at which I thought he was going to get yeah. him by his eyelids Rob <laughs> that was weird. just <laughs> like think, in, in a cartoon style like that. I think he was thrown by how small he is and he was going to pull his shirt but instead he just ended up yeah just on right on right on his scalp having a good grip of him so in terms of what we take from tonight looking ahead to the game on Saturday and it is quite a quick turnaround because we've got the Saturday it's the Saturday lunch are we Saturday lunch time mm. yes are we oh god uh, what do we what do we take from tonight and what do we take into the Saturday game? Let someone else take penalties. Apart from that, which seems quite obvious, I was thinking more sort of tactical <laughs> personnel, you know? Play a right back. Either mm. give Archie a rest or play him in midfield where we know he's really good with Ampadu. Yeah, I'd go along with that. And I think, well, I'm sure we will just see Somerville and James restored yeah. to, the, uh, to the first 11. So. And the thing is, if we absolutely pump Huddersfield at the weekend and they're both on it, it's kind of, well, you understand why the changes were made. Mm. Don't you? But yeah, it does say. I mean, like when we did the show with Phil on uh, on Monday, the one the one to watch the subject, person, topic, whatever to keep an eye on was the rotation. Do you feel like it worked tonight? No. 
<laughs> I do feel that we should have made changes a bit sooner, actually. Mm. But Farker does... It was about 70 minutes, wasn't it? Farker does tend to get, hold on until about 70 minutes. I mean, that's, that's his sweet spot, I think. Yeah, which I, don't, I suppose at points it's worked this season. There have been times where I've been like, oh, I don't think Dan James is really doing a lot and then he's, he's caught mm. something. So maybe he was giving him a fair crack of the whip, I suppose. And we weren't losing, were we? So that's, I guess that's when you're more inclined to make a change as a manager is when you think, all right, okay, I've got to do something new now. How do you feel like we dealt with Gooch um, tucked in just behind the hole? Well, well it was, some of them ended up getting a face full of him, didn't he? When he was <laughs> in that, when he went in for that late tackle. Dragged right over his, uh, his chops. <laughs> oh God, what an image I've got in my mind now. <laughs> They had a few interesting names. Urban, Dictionary, Urban Dictionary.com, if you know. They had sure. a burger, didn't they? They had a Hoover. Uh-huh. They had some good players. Mm. Mm. Vidigal, the Vidigal Strokes. <laughs> Don't know, it was a desperate evening, really, wasn't it? Yeah, a bit, a bit pitiful, wasn't it? Should we, uh, should we wind it up and go home then? Because uh, I don't really have much to say about tonight other than it was shite, really. My, my notes include um, they're offside a lot, mm. which was true. <laughs> um, oh, I liked it. A, when. The big sexy pirate did an alien flop in the first mm. half. And also Rodon blocked a shot with his head and he sort of teetered like he was going to fall over, but he didn't. He stayed standing. I thought, no, Connor Cody would have gone down and cheated if that was him. So I was proud of him. Um, right, so the comments are dripping through now from the the uh, the press. So we can talk about those, I guess, rather than just running off into the night. Um, Farker saying the first half was scruffy and difficult. Uh, you have to fight your way into it. You have to use the moments to be clinical. I'm quite sure if we'd score the first goal, we win the game. In fact, I did text Phil at tw- exactly 20 minutes because he doesn't do this. He keeps promising to text me after 20 minutes and say what the game's going to be like. I'm going to be desperate from your point of view. So uh, please reply to me, Mr. Hey, Mr. Hey, please, please. Miss calls, racking up on his phone. <laughs> Why are you ringing me at 3am, Dan? Stop it. Uh, in fact, he's just he's just um, texting me now, just saying the word well. Mm. But um, he, uh, I suggested to Phil that we needed to Is score. because you asked him where should we put Patrick Bamford? <laughs> 20 minute text, I said. We must settle and score first. And he put correct. Pressing has to be better. It's something of nothing so far. They pressed us quite well, I did think. But then again, were we just shit at using the ball? Alex Neal said that. He said, I thought it was more than a battle in performance. I thought how we triggered the press was great. We got a let off with the penalty. You could see we and the fans got an energy from that. Mm. Mm. Yeah. So that's that. Um, Yeah, there's no sort of dressing it up tonight, is there really? It, things we still weren't absolutely terrible no there were still some chances in it it's really annoying but it really wasn't that bad like we should have won mm. and it's kind of hard I don't know there'll be. I feel like there'll be a lot of kind of sweeping conclusions into who's good enough and who isn't after that and, actually and we go, don't need to do that no so. you just go oh, it's the game we lost in some ways that's the perfect way for, them, for it to go for them as well is a late goal because I feel like if they score first half we probably make our attacking changes sooner a bit like we did against Norwich and it, well not that we particularly did the, I suppose the subs did influence it in Norwich and I'm trying to think of the order of stuff but it feels like we make we probably try and pressure them for longer and with more changes of formation and stuff if, we, if they don't score late yeah, but yeah. because they score late and we've already missed a penalty I don't know it felt like a the perfect, time and the momentum it just out, felt like a perfect yeah. storm yeah. for everything to go against us in a short space of time and then we're left with bringing Luke Ailing on Farker said had to be better in possession in the first half in the second half we stepped up but we had to take our chances on the miss by Bamford he's disappointed but he's experienced enough to get along with it <laughs> it's happened a few times he knows how to do it keeps happening like a Patrick. comfy pair of slippers for him <laughs> yeah um, yeah, let's wrap it up there. Then we don't. I don't think we need to, need to labour this one tonight, do we? Um, in particular, unless you have anything to add. No. Just put this one to bed. I'm back in tomorrow to talk more about some things. 
all out before the weekend and we will we'll preview that. since 9am today it's been a very long day oh for you this is my tiny violin for you what are you doing <laughs> putting some mugs in some boxes yeah basically nobody will be buying those tonight will they at least we sold all the Bamford ones <laughs> that's true uh, yeah, we'll and the back. Nanto ones got the weekly show coming on Thursday and we've got Phil on uh, Friday which we'll be recording tomorrow morning bright and early looking forward to coming back in can't wait right thanks for joining us on this one we will see you soon the square ball podcast small details are big surfaces tight corners are odd shapes flat rounded textured or tall whatever your next project there's a spray paint pattern that's just right because rustoleum's new custom spray five and one gives you control with five different spray patterns so you can tackle nooks, crannies, edges, and curves without worrying about drips, runs, uneven coverage, or anything else. Custom Spray 5-in-1. Only from Rust-Oleum. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.